Welcome to the Corner Cafe, and I am excited about this show. And before we get into the interview, I just want to say that the Corner Cafe is sponsored by Crawford Media Group and Influencers TV. So we have an influencer here today, uh, Michelle Ron, and Michelle Ron is my really good friend. I just adore her, and um, she is former Miss Senior America. She's also a retired teacher and so much more. You're also in Big Fish Talent, talent agency that I'm in, and I'm an actress, and wow. God is good. Yes. God is good. He just supplies us where we're needed to be. Right. right? And that's what I love about your story. Um, real quick, we are going to go into the question about God's perfect timing, but for the people who are familiar with you and those who are just new to, okay. to Michelle Ron, who, and we want to mention... Michelle's personality on the um, Good News with Angie Austin. So um, always love what you have to say. I Angie, so. love that show. Yes, I love it. me Thank too. You. We love Angie. So we do. Angie, if you're watching, we love you. And you're such a blessing. Thank you. Um, but Michelle, uh, just give a quick, uh, you know, history, if you will, of um, you being a retired teacher. And then you jump from that into being Miss Senior America. Right. A big jump, big <laughs> yes. jump. It was. My testimony is really Columbine High School, and I had retired the year before Columbine. But uh, to make a long story short, um, the Columbine tragedy broke my heart, literally. I taught one of the killers for four years. My husband and my daughter coached with the teacher he murdered. And upon hearing Dylan and Dave's name, on that day in April of 1999, I suffered a heart attack and spent the next six days in ICU and had so many tears that I couldn't cry anymore, had conversation with my Lord and Savior um, that I just didn't have any ending to. And I felt that I knew my Lord before Columbine, but I came out of the hospital with Vonette Bright's philosophy, and it was. The fact that God has me living means he still has something left for me to do. And I believe that with Amen. all my heart. Yes. All my heart. And so my question was, if that's the case, Father, what is it? Because I loved you before. I love you more now. I want to rely on you. I am thankful that I am standing right here on this side of heaven. Mm -hmm. But what is it that you have in mind? And so that was April. And in June of that year, I met up with two of my childhood friends in California. And all three of us had been through some icky stuff. And so we, after we talked about the world situation and we decided we couldn't really have any solution, but we wanted to keep going with what God wanted us to. And so we said, okay, we're 55 right now. What do we want to do when we reach that great apex age of 60? And one of my friends wanted to climb Mount Kilimanjaro on her 60th birthday, That's awesome. and she did. My <laughs> awesome. other friend wanted to do a cross-country bike trip during her 60th year, and she did. Wow. I came bounding home from California, telling and sharing with my wonderful family, guess what I'm going to do when I'm 60? Now, it's great in some families, but in my family, the words beauty pageant didn't even have vocabulary words. So <laughs> the, I said, I'm going to enter Miss Senior Colorado, 
And they went, right, mom, <laughs> sure. But God has a plan. And when that was my desire and I shared that with my friend, the very first thing I did was pray. Yeah. And my prayer was, Heavenly Father, if this isn't something that you want me to do, I am absolutely fine. Yeah. If this is something that can further your kingdom, then please show me how, because I have not a clue how. And God, I fully believe what he brings us to, he equips us for. Amen. And so I won Miss Senior Colorado, went on to Las Vegas, and by God's grace and glory, won Miss Senior America. Wow. And so then that put me in places all over the United States of traveling. Mm -hmm. And that silly crown and banner put me across rooms that I would never have had a chance. Right. And even though people would say to me, now you can't say anything religious, you can't say anything about your God. Okay, okay. It's amazing how God takes over because even though I didn't mention a word, people would come up to me and say afterwards, you're a Christian, aren't oh, you? Yeah. And God, what he, what he brings us to, yeah. he equips us for. Yeah. So I truly believe that. And. Um, I had taught for a lot of years. I was a uh, mom and a grandma and a, a wife and everything else at that time. But this was a new experience. And I have experienced God's timing over and over and over again. Yes, so. that's amazing. Yeah, so, okay. So unpacking that, um, you know, one thing that I have a frustration towards or maybe a pet peeve, if that could be the word, is our idea in our culture that we work, 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 then we retire, and then we retire, we just, you know, do nothing, I guess, you know, it's like, this is when I'm just going to kick back and mm. do nothing, and I just think that's a faulty way to live, and um, instead of, you know, I have no problem with retiring, if you can financially just, you know, mm -hmm. go do that, but have a plan to, what then, for the Lord, you know, so with that, also, though, in our society is that the Lord's done with me at a certain age. Oh, never. You know, and nobody, <laughs> nobody ever says that, but sometimes it seems implied sometimes. Of or course. Maybe we just believe the lies of the enemies, you know. So, oh. and I'm sure you've battled that. And share with our listeners, you know, how Satan, to combat that. Satan is very busy telling us we can't do this and we can't do that. You're right. not good enough for this. You're too old for this. As long as we are on this side of heaven. God has a journey. He yep. has my name on his palm. He has your name on his palm. Yep. He has a journey that he has set for you. And it's our responsibility to follow that and to focus right. on him. And, and again, when I came out of Columbine, I became so passionate about choices. And the choices that we make every single day make us. And Satan is so busy trying to put the barriers and the obstacles up yeah. and um i'm thrilled to be in the last quarter of my life in the respect that i i know he has a plan for me i right. i don't know what it is but i'm going to trust him i'm going to trust him and as i look back on my journey which um again I'll be 80 in April, and I'm, I love the fact John Wooden was the basketball coach at UCLA, and he was so wonderful in so many lessons, and loved his Lord, loved his wife, and his whole team was like a family, and he once said that if you stop learning, you're dead, right? You're just dead. Yeah. And God has us here for a reason, and right. when I look back on my life, I look back, in fact, there's a Garth Brooks 
song. Ooh, love Garth Brooks. Yeah, long, <laughs> long ago, he did the song about unanswered prayers. Mm. And Great so song. true because I am in a perspective where I can look back and say, oh, that's why that guy didn't ask me out. Or right. that's why I didn't get that job. Or right. that's the reason because I'm looking way back and I've seen what's happened since right. then. But at the time, it was a fire that I was walking through. Right. And unless I trusted my Jesus, unless I had that perspective of he's in charge, right. he is in charge and I'm going to follow him. Yes. Then it, it, it hurts us. Right. So it's important to we keep going. Yes. Amen. And another thing I really like too, though, about your personality is um, you like to be friends with every generation, which is really important. You know, because I see, you know, in the body of Christ, like people seem in just the society in general, people seem separated. Like my friends are always around my age, you know, but what we miss from having oh, people huge. younger from us and then older from us, it's um, a huge blessing and just such variety, variety and such um, wisdom we can learn and pass on if we have people of different Absolutely. generations. I know you're huge on that. I am very big on that. Um, in fact, I love senior citizen places. They're the wonderful. But it's important that we keep track of those young people because I need them. They need me. Yes. We need each other. And right. especially with our world that we live in right now, that we only concentrate on our friends around us or our Facebook friends or right. our social media things. We concentrate on those. But the people that we really learn from are from all generations. And with right. that being said, it's so important that we listen to each other. Yeah. You and I may be totally different in our philosophy of politics, but we must listen to each other. Yeah. And even if we disagree with each other, we can just we can agree to disagree, but still love each other right. and keep on going. And God's timing is all about that. Yes. Um, we live in such an instant world. Instant. I can push that button on my phone. I know I'll still make a mistake, but I still, I can push that button and instantly something is going to come up. Something's right. going to happen. Right. And if it doesn't come up, then I keep pushing and it's a problem because I want it instantly. That right. isn't the way God designs us. Right. The microwave oh, society. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's like, oh, and we wait longer than 30 seconds for anything. It's like, Excellent. What's taking so long? I know. So, Honestly, I wish I had the microwave when my girls were little because I, <laughs> how many times did I not take something out of the freezer? And yeah, I have to it, wait forever, right? Wait, like, wait oh, till the next geez. day. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But, you know, we, we, have to, we have to appreciate the time that it takes. And yeah. that's hard because yes. our whole aura is to be fast and yes. to be right on time and to be doing going here and going there. But no, God tells us it's all in his timing. And even when we turn on the news or the TV, it is overwhelming on how Satan can win at that because he can tell us everything that's wrong. God is still in control. Right. God's timing is everything. I had an experience this week. Yes, I'm so excited to hear because I actually haven't heard yet. And so I want to tell okay. the listeners the backstory of how okay. you came to be on the show today because... Um, your personality, uh, the good news with Angie Austin, mm -hmm. and um, I am as well. Now I'm uh, operations manager for KLTT. Yes. But long story short is we're on a text thread, 
And um, Michelle, was it you that started that accidentally texted everybody? I did. And so yes. I was like, oh, how? well, I was happy to be included. Oh, so and talk about timing, right? Because mm -hmm. then I was like, yeah, I need to have Michelle on Corner Cafe. But you shared a testimony within the text thread about God's timing. Right. So I've been excited to hear. We've been waiting until yeah. um, Michelle's been on the oh, show. Oh, goodness. Here, so. That text thread, yes. And, <laughs> and I didn't realize I was doing it. But uh, actually, today is the day I was supposed to be having my first hip replacement. I have to have both of them replaced and I'm so thankful to live in a time that that can be done because yeah. I'm ready to get rid of the pain. But so um, for the last couple months, I've had a terrible, terrible, and this just sounds silly, toe. And I've had an ingrown toenail because of a pedicure and yada, yada and so forth. But I just kept thinking it was going to get better and better and better. And um, lo and behold, the timing got closer to the day of the surgery. And um, Two days ago, I thought, hmm, might want to tell my surgeon that I have this problem yeah. um, and so forth. And so called them and she said, send me a picture of the toe and so forth. Well, yesterday morning, the doctor called, surgeon called and said, we got to postpone hmm. because um, we can't do your, your hip replacement because you you have an infection in your toe. And, you know, I, it was, it took me four months to get my appointment for my first hip yeah, replacement. And long, yeah. all I thought was, oh my gosh, you know, it's going to be another four months. Yeah. I'm going to be not do them. And then he, the, the nurse was so wonderful. And she, she was talking to me and she said, I know that's disappointing. She said, could you get over here in the next 10 minutes? The podiatrist right by us has a, has a cancellation Wow. Cancellation and could take you right now. And I said, I'll be there. I got there in 10 minutes. The doctor totally, totally fixed everything on my toe that needed to be. And in, then he said to me, because I had to sit for a minute, he said, I'm going to leave you marinating and I'm going to be right back. And he meanwhile went out and called my surgeon's office and said, she'll be ready in 72 hours. What can you do? And at that point, a cancellation, wow. which there's no coincidence. Right, no, no, absolutely not. And a yeah. cancellation came into my surgeon's office that he they can take me next week on the 16th wow. to do the hip replacement, and that's all him. Amen. That is all yeah, him. that's amazing. And, oh, it is. So God's yeah. timing. And again, when I first learned that there was going to be a question whether the surgery was going to happen or not, I prayed and Heavenly Father, I'm going to trust you. Yep. And it's important that we, when, even though we say that, you have to mean it. You right. have to mean it because know. he knows our heart. Right. He knows if we mean it or not. And so at that point, if I am truly trusting him, then I can say to right. him, Lord, thank you for taking care of this situation. Right. Thank you for putting the surgery when you need it. Right. If this is your will, I will trust you. And that doesn't come easily for, for any of us because right. we are so independent. Right. I feel like I'm a go get them gal and I always <laughs> have been, but yeah. it isn't us. Right. It's him that is leading us and we must follow him. Yes. Amen. Well, there's so many things to unpack with that because first of all, with asking the Lord, well, like you said, with praying, Lord, I trust you in this. Sometimes we do have a hard time trusting him because oh, we like sure. to have control of things right. um, and the unknown is scary to us. So then therefore we want to control, but I want to note too, we can also pray, Hey, 
I don't trust you. Just be honest, help me to trust you. And he'll answer that prayer too. So, but also with that, um, with the timing is that, you know, the trust factor of letting go of control. Now, here's the irony in your situation. Um, sometimes we can think of scenarios in our head. Well, how is this going to work out? You know, we have these different, well, maybe sure. this way, that way. And then we have a hard time trusting the Lord. But then like in the rest of the trust, and we wouldn't even think, well, what if I get an infected toe? And then it's going to, you know, so, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So once we rest, we just get to see the beauty of his details in our lives working all together. And it's, we couldn't even have thought of Never. the amazement of that. Yet we spend, we can spend all this time just worrying about our own imagination and the details, you know, and the best thing to do is just give up control and just rest. Easy to say, hard to do, hard to do. <laughs> yes. And, but it's so peace and calming right. to be able to do that because I went to bed the night before, before I heard what he was going to do, yes yeah. or no on the surgery. And yeah. I just said, I give it all to you. Amen. I am willing to do this. And the difference in the feel. Now, Rachel, it's taken me a long time to do that. Um, yes, because I was just going to ask you, what's your secret? No, you know? <laughs> he is the only. He's the secret. He is, and we need to shout him from the from the mountaintop. Yeah. Um, and if we live our life, people will know if yeah. we trust him or not. But it isn't easy, and it has to become a habit. Right. You know, we again, rushing here, rushing there, pushing the phone, having the phone, everything yeah. else, that becomes a habit. Yeah. You we have to literally stop. At least I do, mm -hmm. and say, okay. All right, I'm rushing too much, Father. I, Thy will be done, not yeah. my will. Thy will be done. Right. That the more we practice that, the more that really does become a habit. Right. And until that habits, until that habit becomes a habit, it doesn't really happen. Right. So it's that's an good. Effort. Yeah. It's an effort. Yeah, and I want to talk about that. We're going to go to a break, um, okay. and on the other side of the break, we'll we'll discuss that. I love that, you know, not your will, thy will to be done, which was the Lord's prayer. Right. Very important. It's, it's in daily bread. You know, this prayer is to be taken daily, right? So right. we're going to talk about that. Um, before I go to a break, though, just want to give a shout out to um, our website. Um, it, radio listeners, we have um, a website, cornercaferadio.com. When you go to cornercaferadio.com, you can check out the video, and you can see Michelle Ron's smiling face. So um, definitely, if you're listening via radio, go to our website, cornercaferadio.com. We're going to be right back. A church in Colorado has filed a lawsuit over a city government's refusal to approve a shelter for homeless people on the congregation's property. This is Truth Itself. Church of the Rock, a non-denominational congregation known as the Rock Church, filed the complaint against the town of Castle Rock. Church of the Rock accused the town and zoning manager of attempting to prohibit the congregation from giving shelter to people experiencing temporary homelessness. According to the complaint, the church was allowing RVs to camp on the property as a temporary shelter. And as of November 2021, there were two campers on the property. The complaint stated, from at least 2019 through November 2023, these campers have been used on an occasional basis to provide overnight shelter for certain temporarily shelter-challenged persons participating in the Rock's compassionate care programs. Castle Rock does not have the right to tell the Rock which vehicles can be parked in its private lot, how long they can be parked there, and whether someone can sit, stand, eat, or sleep in such vehicles. 
The church contends it has the right to provide temporary shelter for the homeless via the Federal Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act. The church has plans to build short-term housing on its property for the less fortunate and has already submitted plans to the city. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says that in Brazil, hundreds of pastors have absolutely no training in Bible or theology due to the fact they can't afford it. The most desperate need of the church in Brazil is to train their untrained pastors. At trainapastor.com, you can give $150 and train three pastors. Go to trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. Welcome back to the Corner Cafe, and I have my good friend Michelle Ron here with me. She's also a personality of the Good News with Angie Austin, and so um, the Good News with Angie Austin airs Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. So make sure to tune into that, and you'll hear Michelle often, and she always encourages us and um, lifts up the Lord and just puts a smile on your face. And it is the good news. It is, and we need some good news. It is. I, I pick a word a week. <laughs> yes. So I go with the word. Yes, I love that. <clears throat> I love that. So, okay. So before the break, um, I really love what you had to say about thy will be done. And that's in the Lord's prayer. And I personally, personally feel like it's not really, um, in the Christian culture we have now impressed upon as much. And I feel when you can truly say thy will be done, that's when you can finally rest because there was a, a time in my life where I had the, um, light bulb moment of, well, we're not resting as the body of Christ. And I was really like pointing to myself, well, I'm not resting. And I had to ask myself, why am I not resting? Mm -hmm. And I think some of it in part was just not being maybe told from the pulpit that it's thy will be done. Because a lot of times nowadays, whether intentional or not, it's all about, well, what you can do for the Lord and, um, you know, how he can fulfill your dreams or, you know, it's kind of like, almost like being put under the law again, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. And then you're really activity focused right. and you never rest. And I was having a light bulb moment of, you know, I just really want to rest. And that's, didn't Jesus say my, my, you know, yoke is easy. My burden is light. So I had to look internally and figure out why am I not resting? And I'm still, you know, going through that process. But some of the key things I learned on that journey and I'm still learning is first of all, you know, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Give your will to the Father, and then you can rest. And then trusting the Lord as well. But I just feel like we're missing that typically in, quote-unquote, the Christian culture. Because we're told that we can do anything. Right. We're told that um, we are independent people. And um, I, I was with the MOPS organization for 11 years as a mentor mom and um mops is mothers of preschoolers and uh what mothers today are expected to do is beyond my brain yeah. and without rest without that statement of um focusing on christ and saying father this is not my will this is your will right without that then it becomes all about me and there's a bazillion right. books on make yourself better, right. do the self-help thing. It's all about him. Right. It's Amen. all about him. Right. And if it isn't, then you are not rested. Right. You are not taking his will right. because you're still in that I can do anything mode right. and I'm, I'm supposed to do anything. 
That's the hard part. It's a lot of pressure. And oh, just huge. using the moms as an example, I was thinking about, okay, so you work a full-time job, you're a mom, um, you know, then you're, you volunteer at church, and then, you know, all the stuff, even that technology is supposed to save us time, but in some ways technology makes things more time-consuming. Mm -hmm. So I just can't. And then cook and clean. <laughs> like, no person can do all this. No one person. It's just overwhelming. And kids. And, yeah. and kids who are on social media. Yeah. You know, in my day and age, 100 years ago, if you wrote, if you were in a classroom and you wrote a note to a, another friend and the teacher intercepted that note, there might be four or five people that knew about that note. Yeah. Today, yeah. if you put something on Facebook or on your Twitter or social media, yeah. the entire school knows yeah. it. How hard is that for that person? Right. And therefore, it's out there in outer space forever. Right. And it has to be taken and given to God. Right. Yeah. And, and sadly, but the kids, you know, they're not mature enough to know wisdom. <laughs> and that's really sad because now they have a toy, sure. the phone, where they're just learning wisdom. Right. You know, and so, yeah, and then those mistakes can really right. um, wisdom. Harm. Wisdom doesn't come with age. I mean, there's people yeah. my age that don't have wisdom either. <laughs> <True. laughs> so, I mean, it is a, I think you seek wisdom. You know, yeah. Father, uh, when, before my feet hit the ground in the morning and I haven't, I'm still in bed. My, my prayer is, Heavenly Father, help me to make you smile today. Show me what it is that you want me to do. Please yeah. give me clarity of mind to do your job, your journey. What yes. is it? But unless we do that, then it becomes all ours. And yes. who can stand that pressure? Right. Nobody. 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 That's good stuff right there. Yeah. So um, on your journey yeah. uh, of learning to rest, learning to trust, what are some of the things, um, you know, there is a list, like we've said, the culture, here's the list of things to do. Um, what are some of the things that you've listed not to do? Oh, gosh. Great question. Not to do, um, not to be totally influenced by people's comments to me mm -hmm. um, that I, you know, our friends kind of get fewer as we get older yeah. because we know that these are the ones that I can trust. Right. These are the ones that know the inside of me. They know my heart. They know my Christ. They know my Savior. I do feel it's important to surround ourselves with people who love Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that we just avoid anybody else. Not at all. In right. fact, God God puts us with people that we are supposed to be with. And if right. that includes somebody that's going through some really hard stuff, then it's our job and our, um, our will of Christ to try to do the best we can. But if nothing works and we are being brought down then I need to remove myself from that person too. Right. So I would say, I would say people, mm -hmm. people, I would say, priorities. I mean, what was a priority 50 years ago is not a priority now. Yeah. Um, I've learned what's important. I've learned that um, sitting down and looking a person in the eye and having a, a, a conversation with that person, whether I have time or not, is everything right. to me and to that person. Right. Yep. And to my Lord and Savior. Amen. Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, it is a good question for all of us to think about. Okay, mm -hmm. here, society gives me a long list of to-dos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are the, some of the things I'm not going to do? Mm -hmm. And then, too, 
learning to rest just in the practical sense is not saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. Our society is so fast paced and you have so much going on, but just learning to say no. No is a valid word. Yeah, right. Prioritize for sure. Right. My prayer for my five perfect grandchildren every morning <laughs> is um, Lord, help them to make wise choices. Yeah. First of all, help them to seek a relationship with you, but then help them to make a wise choice today whatever that might be. So www.michellearon.com. It's been a delight to Great. be with you. Yes. And then are you going to have a speaking engagement? I do. Yes. Yeah, so, so listeners, if you want to invite Michelle to your church group or church or whatever, um, definitely to. reach out to Michelle. Give your website one more time. michellearon.com. Great. All right, Michelle. We'll love you. Thanks for being love on you. the Corner Cafe. Thank you. Make a great choice today. Amen. All right, listeners, well, once again, go to our website, cornercaferadio.com, to uh, look at the video, and we're going to see you next week. This is forever.